You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, gang. Welcome back to Betting Everything with Wheels. We're here with Steve, the hottest man in NASCAR handicapping. What's going on, Steve? What's up, man? It's another weekend, but uh, it's a light weekend, so no complaints from me. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's almost like a vacation when there's only two races. One Saturday, one Sunday. Love it. We're also and, uh, joined by Twitter maniac rory picks rory what's going on what up phil i'm glad to be back on again i told arch i was gonna give him a break he didn't seem like he minded too much he he just likes get on here mess around intro outro i was like i'll come on and give some entertainment since since arch doesn't give too much of it we gotta get him a we got to get him a little bit more really involved in the NASCAR scene. I got to take him to a race. I think that would do the trick. I think <laughs> I think that would do the trick. Arch just said in the chat here, Rory is dead to me. All right, cool. So Arch is monitoring the conversation just like he said he would. Uh, but Steve, Love you, Arch. <laughs> Steve, I want to talk about last week if we can for for just a minute. We had Chris Bush on our minute or longer. Can we talk about how longer and we bathe in this victory? Yeah, let's let's actually let's bask in this. We had Chris Busher <laughs> on the on the card, 150 to one, our biggest hit of all time. Man, and I was in the, the NASCAR DJ's Twitter chat and I was just bitching. It's like everybody that we had, things are going wrong, and you're like, hey Phil, um, we got Busher out front. I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna try and enjoy these last 60 laps. So over the last six weeks, just to run it down, we're up 76.25 units. Year to date, we're up 92.36 units. Steve, how did you land on Busher? How are you so cool? Well, uh, I had the privilege this week of joining the uh, Derek Yoder Twitter spaces, and I talked about a little bit uh, kind of what happened there and kind of our analysis on Chris Busher. So if you listen to that show, you had a little bit of an idea of what I'm going to say here. Uh, thanks, Derek, for getting me on there this week. That was a lot of fun. So I just want to give that a shout out. Um, yeah, so Chris Busher, I kind of looked at, um, you know, how he did this year in Dover. He had a, he grabbed the pole there and uh, kind of uh, took the lead, drove away from Denny. I, I think it was maybe Denny Hammond. He started second. So, I mean, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. Denny was fast at Bristol and uh, Busher was fast at Bristol. Um, I, I mentioned the fact that uh, RFK, um, Kozlowski, Busher, 
they tend to be a little different when it comes to pitch strategies and whatnot. And uh, it was no different this week, uh, last weekend at Bristol. Um, Busher, Kazowski, they both stayed out. Um, and maybe maybe they didn't stay out, but I, I know there was one time that near the end of the race, Busher took two tires, and that's kind of what won the race for him. Yeah, uh, Kez had stayed out early, early on in the race and saw that there was not much tire fall off. So I'm sure that team put that in the back of their noodles. And uh, when Busher on the last pit stop took two, you know, he was still one of the fastest cars on the track. I, I remember counting it off. And, um, you know, there was like four or five consecutive laps where he was just the fastest. Awesome. Awesome to see. Rotodoc, Jordan Maccabee. They could only dream to have a 150 to one ticket. Rory, what do you think, brother? <laughs> I think that was awesome. Uh, uh, our boy Travis, that tweet. Love Travis. Oh my God, man! Skybox were laughing our asses off. Like we're sitting back at the hotel room, and all of this is going on, and I'm just, I'm just sitting there laughing. It, it was awesome. I, y'all had a great pick, and. The way Steve explained his reasoning for picking Busher is excellent because that was my thinking on him going into it. And then I talked myself off of him just because he's been pretty much garbage lately. And I had concerns about RFK in general. And I'm like, man, it's a playoff race. Um, I don't know. I should have put ten dollars on him. What the hell's ten dollars? Yeah, I, I hear you, dude. I mean, it's 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 wild, and the way the way that race shook out, and you you and Skybox were there, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So NASCAR, NASCAR D Jim was with us too. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's friends with Mark, so Jake is. He's a cool ass dude. Goes to Georgia, so we talked a little smack. Back and forth, Georgia and Alabama. I was like, we're going to smack y'all this year. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, so in person, I mean, cars were just falling apart. I mean, uh, right front tires were were just blowing up. Um, there was the power steering issues on the Toyotas. Uh, Almirola had a power steering issue. I mean, the cars were falling apart. It doesn't look like this, this next-gen car could handle the beating of 500 miles or 500 laps around Bristol. Is that what you saw, you know, in person? This car is a turd. I mean, I think it. I think it's been very well, like documented. Hearing Kevin Harvick, Truex, you listen to some of these guys' interviews, and they're bashing the shit out of this car. Like Harvick has been the most critical one. I love it. He don't give a shit. He just says whatever's on his mind. He's like. I got plenty of money to pay fines if they yep. find me. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna tell everybody how I feel about this car. And it is. It's it's a shit box. It's I, I agree. And hopefully, and you know, it's bad to hope for this, but I, I hope that somehow something happens where maybe there's too much of a load on, on the you know the right sides or whatever to make this Texas race interesting. Because quite frankly, you know, the product that we've had over the last few years, and I know Steve can attest to this, Texas is just such a snoozer of a race. Good to bet on because it's it's somewhat predictable. But um, how are we attacking this thing this weekend, Steve? Well, I'll tell you uh, this much. Um, it is predictable, but it may only be predictable after the car is qualified because you can't pass. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you got first, you got to predict who's going to qualify well. So that's step one. Um, 
So if you want to start with, uh, well, we're going to talk about Xfinity first, but I guess that's where you start is with taking the with taking pole sitters. But uh, I don't know if you want to start with Xfinity first. Uh, yeah, let's let's go there. Hey, I know we go what ahead. What is the odds on pole winner win? Yeah, I've, I've like, seen Phil talk about that bet. I've never actually placed it, but it feels like this. Yeah, I was going to say this might be the week to to dip my toe in that water. I'll, I'll look that up here while you guys you are breaking it down. Really wait, if it's like a Larson or a Hamlin or somebody that goes out there and sits on the pole, you're going to get them at better odds. Way now, better odds taking that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But Steve, we have a very, very short Xfinity card, unless you're going to surprise me with some. So, um, do you have any outright winners yet? What do you What are you thinking here, dude? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I really don't have anything as far as the outright goes. Um, I think my hope is going to be that we see something that we saw last week, where like a guy like Noah Gregson doesn't practice so well and so has something go wrong, and then his his odds go up quite a bit. But then you see him race uh, in the actual event. Uh, and the car is there like it always is every week. So right now, I think the odds are extremely sharp on the Xfinity side. So I currently don't have a winner or anybody for the top three. I don't know. Maybe uh, Rory Picks over there can help us out on that before the, you know, before qualifying. Okay. Okay. So I got a parlay that I put in and it's just fitting how it worked out. And then once I put it in and seen the final odds number, I was like, I got to play this now. Like, all right, so Sam Mayer, nine to one, and then I'm going with Kyle Larson, six to one, and it pays out plus 6,900. I mean, how much more beautiful can that just nice line up? Like, I had to play it, 69. That's my favorite number. I, I can't imagine why that that's your favorite number, but I thought it might be 420 if it was paying, like, you know. 420 to one that'd be more down your well we can work up one of those too i'm fine <laughs> somehow i'm sure, sure enough do you but um yeah, the, so you uh, like you like mayor to win i like mayor and i mean the dude just lets you down all the time i i'd say yeah. definitely take him top five and and to win to cover the outright on him because i he finished third i think third here yeah in the spring i mean and if I'm not mistaken, didn't he do something stupid like he always does and had to come from, like, the rear of the field in that Wait, race? Wait, I know he did it at Bristol because we were on him to win uh, the Xfinity race. God, and he, he tried to take – yeah, he, he tried to take two lap cars three wide. Um, he drives me absolutely nuts. Like, but I'm not going to miss him win at this point. I haven't taken him so many damn times for a while now and i'm just like eventually one of these days this kid like is not going to do something stupid and it's going to click he's going to win i think he can be a title contender this year like what if it clicks right now like if he reels off a win here and gets that mm -hmm. money off of his back he's he's good i mean he's getting better and he can drive the hell out of a long run car like that's, he that's true he takes care of the tires. I it, mean, it was, um, it was, you know, during the broadcast, uh, Junior was talking about how Sam is developing his racecraft and how that has come so far, you know. And then it was like, you know, forty-five seconds later, he spun himself. But if Junior sees talent in you, there's, I mean, how, how often is he wrong on guys? So 
Um, Steve, I, I know we, we backed mayor last week. This is just a whole, you know, whole different thing, but you know, I know there's a couple junior motorsports car or cars on our, on our playlist here. What do you, uh, what do you think about Sam? Yeah, I was, um, I'm glad he brought that up because this, this is kind of like the first time I've looked at, uh, my Xfinity notes from the first race. Um, when was it? Five, five, what's five twenty one May? Yeah. Um, yeah, the first race, and I, I don't really have a whole lot of notes on Sam Mayer, but really, I just had that he was a, a solid car. He was a uh, pretty much top five all day, which is pretty much what you would, what you would expect from some Sam. Um, Texas is a difficult racetrack, so I kind I was kind of staying away, thinking I was going to stay away from the guy because of the difficulty with you know the if you get out of the, pretty much out of the groove, you got to really have good car control because that PJ one garbage up there. But it, if Sam Mayer has already proven that he can stay out of trouble and have speed, then uh, coming here for a second time, uh, you know, as a, as a rookie, this might be just what he, what he needs is that, you know, that second race to really dial, dial things in. I, I like it. He went He's, back. He actually went backwards at the beginning, I'm pretty sure. He didn't finish in the top ten in stage one. And then, let's see, Stage two, he moved up to seventh. The car really started just coming coming to life. And then in stage stage three, it just stayed green, and I'm pretty sure it stayed green for the most part. And he just didn't have enough. He needed a caution in there or, or extra one or so to really be up there. But I remember that car. I'd, I'd be curious to see how many fast laps he ran in that race. I mean, Byron and Reddick was in that race, but – if you're talking about like what's going on right now, if he was running the fastest laps, Reddick and Byron ain't in this race. <laughs> this yeah, week. ain't no Cup guys. So might as well say he was the fastest Xfinity car that weekend. Yeah, he had as fast as uh, Xfinity Internet, right? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> yeah. he had nine fastest laps, which was um, which was fifth behind Reddick. Allgaier, 14, Byron had 13, Gregson had 12, and Mayer had nine. So, I mean, that's pretty good Pretty good company. You take out Byron and Reddick, that's a top three car. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Steve, I, I know you just said we don't have any top fives. Or, or did you say top threes? I said top threes. Okay, but... I was going to say, because I know we do have a top five. So, who we do. Who, do we, who do we have there? And it's John Hunter Nemechek uh, over there. He, he's still good on MGM, minus 110. Ooh, uh, nice. I got, yeah, I got John Hunter back in the 18 car this week. So uh, usually what happens when there's no truck race, uh, John, Hunter, John Hunter usually uh, sometimes gets kind of the, uh, the role there for the 18 car, the um, Gibbs car. Um, heard some rumors that he might be going to the Cup Series potentially, depending on what Kurt Busch does. So, just a little bit of side note there. Um, might be in a pretty good mindset if that's the case. Might want to be able to showcase what he's got this weekend. Um, I don't know if he ran the first race or not. I got to look at my notes here again. I don't think he did, but he did win this race last year. Perfect. So, I mean, that, that checks out, that checks that box then. Um, 18 cars and really fast. Trevor Bain has been in that car quite a bit this year that he was, I mean, he's been absolutely flying in that car. So, um, uh, I feel like, uh, I, 
I want to take him outright to win. I just didn't quite get there. Um, I just feel like the, the JRM car is just, just a, a, a pinch above where the, he could be running in the 18 car. But top five can absolutely get it done there. A Chevrolet, yeah, I, a Chevrolet is winning this race. I mean, I feel pretty confident that outside of Gibbs and and Nemechek, and I don't know it. it Gibbs kind of, kind of, I think this track fits him. He seems to do better, in my opinion, on tracks that are low tire wear versus Agreed. high tire wear tracks. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but I, I, you know, with with John Hunter, just to to revisit that, he won a truck race here in Texas, which is yeah. which is nice. That eighteen car, if it were one driver, like you know, combined, that car has the fourth best uh, green flag speed this year. Um, it's got the the second best pit crew behind Brandon Jones. And you're talking about Ryan Truex was in this car a few times. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, I, I and, and Bubba slowed it down too. Name a check top five has to be a lot like almost it's it's a good play. It's a great play. I, yeah, that one that one feels really good. He's gonna be right right up there. Like I wouldn't mind taking him in some matchups, actually. For sure. Yeah, For sure. I want I like y'all's Barry matchup that that y'all put out. That's didn't y'all take Barry over Gibbs? We did. We did. Steve, you want to talk about that? Yeah, just getting into the matchups now. Uh, yeah, Barry over Gibbs is uh, plus 170 on DraftKings, and that price is significantly better than what's over there on MGM. Interesting note, though, if you're if you're on Sam Mayer, you can get a Sam Mayer 10 to 1 on MGM, and his, plus, uh, his top five is plus 125. So I just bet that personally. So I'm on that. But- Mayer to win? Mayor to win ten to one and mayor top five plus one twenty five is in play for me. Uh just quick shopping. I found twelve to one here at Caesars. Oh, that's a must play. Yeah, that's I'll be on the card officially. There it is. I'm, I'm listening live. Twelve to one on Caesars. Twelve to one, baby. I gotta Let's, log in now. That's it. We're just finding gems here together. Y'all are rolling with me, aren't you? It's like, we are. And that way we can the mayor. <laughs> that way we can blame you when when things go wrong. You're, you're the scapegoat now. <laughs> cool. Um, so we we like we like Barry over Gibbs. I think is the the matchup, right, Steve? Is this like is it a fade on Gibbs or is it just a play on Barry at the number? It, it feels like a numbers grab. It's definitely a numbers grab. Uh, my notes say that Ty Gibbs had some issues at the first race in Texas. I did not rewatch the race um, in its full. Um, length, but um, I remember there was quite a few wrecks. So I feel like this this is a mile and a half, but I feel like the the variance is a little bit higher than a usual mile and a half. So again, plus one seventy. I think Josh Berry's got honestly has a good enough car to potentially beat uh, Gibbs straight up. But you add in the things that can happen at Texas, like I said, with the PJ one and. They might be using resin. I don't know how that's going to impact things. There's a lot of variables at play. So plus one seventy. Again, you know, comparing that to MGM, you're getting a good price. So a lot of boxes check there. Sweet. Barry. Yeah, Barry won stage two. I need to go back and watch that race. But if I'm not mistaken, he got like a little bit of 
of some kind of damage, I'm pretty sure, in that race somehow. He had a strong race car. Well, then, yeah, I mean, it, it, that, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, did we have any other head-to-head, Steve, in the, the Xfinity series? I do have one, and I do have some notes on Josh Berry. Um, oh, let's go. I had that he didn't have a whole lot of speed in general, but he played some strategy, uh, and that's kind of how he got the lead. And then I guess he wrecked from there. But again, I mean, it like um, like I mentioned, one groove racetrack, and if you get if you get on the right strategy, I mean, that's another way you can cash in that plus one seventy. It's just by playing a better strategy game. So you don't have to necessarily have to have the fastest car to win a race like this. So nice. Um... All right, so who else do you like? I, I think I know where you're going, and it's it's a speedy pit crew. It is a speedy pit crew. It's the best pit crew. We got Brandon Jones over AJ Allmendinger, and kind of uh, back in um, Gibbs a little bit as a whole, a little bit here, uh, fading AJ. Um, what I had, Brandon Jones was um, not all that great um, first race. But, uh, I mean, I think Brandon Jones has kind of uh, turned over a new leaf a little bit the second half of this season. He's kind of found a little bit the past few weeks. He's been really, really strong, and the pickery's been good. Um, he's moving over to the nine car next year, so he's probably got a, he's probably in a pretty good mindset. Things are looking up. Uh, AJ, AJ is still struggling a mile and a half, so nothing's changed there. So I, just, I, like, I like where the number is there at plus 100 with all the things that can, get, that can happen. Rory, do you uh, do you have a feel on Brandon Jones this weekend? I like that. I think that's a great play, actually. I really do. Like uh, Brandon Jones, he always—I don't know what ends up happening to him sometimes, but he's—he seems really talented to me. Like especially tire wear tracks. He—I think he really does well mm-hmm. on tire wear tracks. Um, you can always trust him on those. But I think he's going to have a fast race car. So if they can, and they always seem to get that track position, they'll be that team that takes two tires. And then he drives the shit out of it and keeps it up there. And he holds, he holds on to position pretty well long enough until everybody else's tires start, start to wear. And, and then it's equal. I mean, it doesn't take long with these, low tire wear tracks that are brand new like it it doesn't take long if you take two tires and gain track position hell if you can get out front and clean air that's even even better i mean especially with these xfinity cars it feels like it it isn't really a lot of running down once you get out there and clean air in my opinion on mile and a half so i mean dude that's out there is usually clicking a lot faster laps. It takes a hell of a race car to run down the league. Yeah. I mean, it, like you said, when, when it doesn't take long for the, the tires to equalize. So, I mean, if you can hold the dude off for three, four, five laps, I mean, the advantage is gone. So you're right. And I mean, this crew can, can really, really gain a ton of spots on pit road, even if they're, they're on the same schedule as, as everyone else taking four when everybody takes four, this crew is just unbelievable. So, Steve, I'm I'm giving you a little little golf clap. I love this play. I'm That's glad you cool. found it. I'm I in. like that the the pit crew pull. Oh, dude, it's that, huge. That, yeah, that's that's a good good add on to why 
why you like that pick. I, oh, I, I got uh, one more thing to slam this play home too. If you guys have, haven't checked the weather yet, it's going to be an absolute scorcher this weekend at Texas. And it's going to be, I, I believe it's at 97 degrees uh, pretty much. And, and they're running the race at 3.30 p.m. So they're running it in the thick of the heat pretty much. And you know what happens when when it's that hot? That 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 racetrack is going to be absolutely beating, scorching hot. It, it it may wear the tires out a little more than usual. It's going to be really hot in the race cars. AJ Allmendinger's full suit's been broken the past few times, so he's probably getting really frustrated in there and mouthing off on the radio. And his mind's going to be all out of whack. So. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that. We've seen that a couple times. He gets to be just an irritable old man on that radio when it gets hot in there. Yeah, he's like, "Get off my porch." That's uh, that's AJ. Yeah, I I really I'm not a big fan of AJ on high t- tire wear tracks. Like my pen that now knowing that it's going to be ninety something. I think those. I think the Xfinity series, whatever their tire is versus Cup. Their tires seem to wear everywhere, you know, like, I mean, they have some racetracks where they don't, but they even, that wasn't a bad Texas Xfinity race earlier this year. Like, I enjoyed it. It, I thought it was pretty, pretty entertaining for the most part. So uh, one person that I do like on just, he's hot, like, this this ought to be right up his alley. Noah Gregson minus one ten over Ty Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Like, give me that all day long. He's hot. He might win this week. I mean, I mean, he's won. He's won three in a row. He is beaming with confidence. He is the most confident driver in the garage. Like he is. His he's out the roof. I feel like. I mean, I know he had, gets excited and pukes and whatever the hell at Victory Lane. <laughs> I heard him talking about it on – I can't remember if it was on the morning drive on the way to work. And they were saying he was going to seek help in the uh, specialist mm-hmm. or something that, that. offseason. And I'm just like, is this real? <laughs> yeah. He, uh... What are they going to tell him? Well, I, I... I don't know what it is. I, I think he said he holds his breath for the the last yeah. couple laps or something, which is which is nuts. I guess it's okay to place like Bristol because they're you know fourteen second laps, but geez, he's got get that to Daytona. Strung out. He's got it strung out, uh, and a lot of these wins. I mean, that was tight, you know, on on Friday night. Hell, yeah. No tires stayed out there, and he just ripped the top. He was like, I'm going to run the top. And, I mean, that's that's exactly – he benefited from Algar screwing up on pit road because, I mean, Algar was the only car that may have, may have had something for him, especially with four new tires and on a restart. Algar is pretty good on restart. So, mm-hmm. I have to say he would have – it might have been two wrecked Jack Junior Motorsports cars there. Right. I mean, it would have been an intense battle. Yeah, I mean, Steve and I, we, you know, we've been doing this for a while, and and we talk a lot amongst each other. And it's it always comes down to is Allgaier going to do something boneheaded, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, well, I think this 
this is going to be a racetrack that suits all guy too, and it's going to be a, a track um, temperature that really suits all guy and Noah for that matter. Like I said, 97 degrees, the racetrack is going to be slick as anything. The car is going to be – Xfinity cars are already hard to drive, and when you put a track temperature that high, these cars are going to be sliding all over the place, and that kind of suits all guy It always has. It's It should suit Noah Gregson. He likes to drive cars kind of loose. And so, I mean, this kind of, I think, goes into both those guys' wheels, uh, wheelhouses. Nice. Uh, do you have any other plays for the Xfinity series? That's all I got. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the practice session, see if anything new drops tomorrow. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, with, you anything else? I'm, I'm with Steve on that. I, I don't have anything else. That's the only thing that I just have to take my air because – I'm pulling for the kid. I'm like, just learn from what the heck you did. Like you drove in like a stupid idiot and wiped out and you didn't even need to do that. You weren't going to catch Algar before the end of the stage. Thank you. Just use your head. Like we got one more stage left. I'm going to restart on third and I got the baddest ass car out here tonight. Roll. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely the favorite because he drove it right back up to third. I mean, he was yeah. he was a rocket ship. It, it was a shame because you know we had a win ticket, so that, that's why I was sad. He's he just young me. and dumb, man. He's 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 not uh, old and experienced like all us guys out here. You know, smart veterans out here making good decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> you always right. have to make the right decision. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. All right, well, let's take a break right here, and then we'll uh, we'll get into the Cup Series right after this commercial word from our sponsors. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we're back. Let's rip into this Cup Series. Steve, I know we have quite a few win wagers. So if, if we could spend closing line value this week, we would be rich men. But uh, what do we have on the outrights? Oh man! Well, as I said, I, I do want to start with like the, the poll winners, just because. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, Good idea. 
how important qualifying is going to be. I just feel like if you're betting on outrights, you should probably also be sprinkling in some of these pole bets. So I'm kind of looking at um, who has been good this year when it comes to qualifying and um, landed on a couple. Well, I, I landed on mostly one main guy that we've already put out, but I added a couple guys as a little bit of a tease or a little bit of surprise in the live show here. So it's not all that surprising, though. Well, I added, um, to be fair, Steve, one of your little long shot teases, Eric Almarola at 66 to one hit last weekend. So fire away. I'm, I'm, I'm buckled in. I'm ready to roll. That was a historic weekend. That's for sure. Hitting a 66 to one on Saturday. And then, um, you old 150 to one on Sunday. Oh yeah. Maybe somebody parlayed that and now they are, um, hitting, hitting the books where it really hurt, you know? <laughs> Right in the old Jacobs. That was Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my apologies. No, this is that was like the only Saturday night race in the whole I mean, year. I'm sure, so I'm sure I'm sure you had a hell of a hit on Sunday on something too. So <laughs> you know, you can count Sunday also. Probably Cowboys money line, knowing Steve. <laughs> oh Man. boy, I took the Bengals money line in that in that ten point promo. Oh no. That was rough, yeah. The line moved because of the stupid promotion, and you know, it's plus two forty. And then I'm like, oh, plus two forty. I don't know about that. And that's bad market pricing compared to the rest. But we're not here to talk about football, so right. So who do you have for the poll? I got. Uh, I added. Well, let's talk about Tyler Reddick. That's that was the play we had first. Um, <laughs> Bengals arch. <laughs> Tyler Reddick. Uh, yeah, we. If you were, if you guys remember the All Star race, that car was screaming fast this year, and he wrecked. So he never made it into the show, but he was he was absolutely he had to come from the back in the All Star race. The car was so fast, uh, and it, it, he ran the uh, Xfinity race that weekend on Saturday. He won that race in the forty eight car. So it was no reason. What's that? I said it was green. I, I didn't have anything important to say. I was just. Noting the color of the vehicle. Oh yeah, so, okay, gotcha. I mean, yeah. So it's, I mean, Reddick is this. This is a, apparently a track that Reddick really likes. So one Xfinity should have advanced in the All Star race, obviously, but we're into an issue there. So been a mile and a half uh, has been one of Reddick's wheelhouses this year. So fifteen to one to win the pole. Uh, it's pretty good value to me there, I think. And then uh, the other two that I added are um, kind of giving me a theme this weekend. It's two Toyotas. Uh, so interesting side note here. Uh, Christopher Bell, I added, plus 800 for the pole. For those, for those guys that didn't get our 12 to 1 Christopher Bell opener, you can still get Christopher Bell plus 800 to win the pole. And that's better than his outright price. So... See, Bell has been, I think, one of the best, if not the best, qualifiers this year. So you look at him, C plus eight hundred at one of his one of his better racetracks. I love C Bell when it comes to um, intermediate tracks with low tire wear. That kind of fits him really well. And so got C Bell, got Reddick, and we have uh, Bubba Wallace uh, plus fifteen hundred to win the poll is my final poll winner. So Bo Wallace uh, has been coming on really strong the last few weeks. Look at him last week. He was running well inside the top five for a lot of the race before he had um, 
I don't remember what happened, but all kind of mechanical problems for Toyota. I, mean, I believe something took him out of the race, but he was running well before that happened. Bubba was just running well across the board. And you take him and you go back to another intermediate track. He won the race at Kansas. So this is a, another, another setup that, that suits him really well. 15 to 1 still feels too long to me for taking the pole. Yeah, I see uh, 15 to 1 at uh, Parks Bet Rivers Sugar House for Bubba. I see 16 to 1 at Bet 365 for Bubba. Uh, the best price market wide, though, uh, for C Bell, 800 DraftKings. Um, and it looks like Reddick, 15 to 1 at DraftKings, is the, the prevailing um, price there as well. So, Rory, you have any, any thoughts on qualifying? Yeah, I like all of those, but um, two, that, two that I'm looking at putting a little bit on Alex Bowman plus 2,000 and Austin Sendrick plus 3,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Cedric's been pretty damn fast in qualifying. He at least makes it to the final round to give you a shot half the time. But I don't know. 30 to 1, I think it's worth worth a little coin. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. Cedric gives you a chance. I mean, he'll like you said, he'll, he'll normally put it in that, that final 10. And then um, you just hope that – that he, he slams the thing on the pole. I mean, that's what happened with Almirola last week. You, you just you hope for a prayer, and uh, you know sometimes it gets answered. So I'm just gonna tell y'all. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool too. Yeah. That's cool too. No, nah, I mean I had a little bit on Amarillo last week just because because y'all put it put it out there. I was like, uh, okay, why the hell not? not <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like, it's easy to throw like five bucks on that, and then you yeah. know. Enjoy the, the 350 coming back. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, all right, cool. We got those locked in, Steve. Where are we going for outright winners here, pre-qualifying, pre-practice? And I just want to yes, make that clear so. for just in case Jordan McAbee or, or Rotodoc is listening in. <laughs> you never know. They didn't have a podcast this week, so they might be taking some feedback from others. Maybe they're out of business. The <laughs> world would be a better place. They've been they've been listening to something. That's what I loved it. <laughs> Skybox told it. I appreciate giving us a listen. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I mean, you know, he had to listen to it. <laughs> hey, th- thanks for the clicks, bro. I mean, because yeah. we're blocked. I didn't even know he was talking shit or trying to dunk on us like an idiot. Like, well, come on the show anytime. Let us yeah, know. man. We'll bring There's- you on. There's plenty of bad NASCAR handicappers out there that you can pick on. I, I don't think I don't think we're the guys, especially not right now. But <laughs> Hell. Steve, where are we at on these on these winners? Who do you like? Yeah, sure. I'm, I just want to make um, something clear. I do I do like uh, Rory's poll winners, Zarefa Bowman and Cindric. Cindric is a guy that um, I can't seem to ever play in DFS because he always qualifies up front. And, but they, they never hold his position in the race. I'm like, well, once again, Cindric's going to be a total uh, lockout for me and a total no play as usual. So qualifying, I love the guy. Race pace, not really so much. So, And then, you know, Bowman's been really strong the past couple weeks. This is kind of his bread and butter, too, with uh, Hendrick. And 20 to 1's a great price. So that's good. That's good with me if you want to take those as well. For outrights, um, common theme here, 
Christopher Bell, we got plus twelve hundred. Um, can, I don't know if I can. Re- I can't really recommend plus seven hundred. That seems a little bit too short for me. I know um, our our friend Full Tank Phil is a guy that made that call out uh, on Wednesday night at uh, plus seven hundred. Um, I can't. I'm not going to argue with it. Obviously, I just I'm not sure if I would take it at plus seven hundred. I'm just happy I got my really good closing line value there at twelve to one. So. And, I mean, and listen, nine one or better—that's probably good. Yeah, I was just going to say seven to one on DraftKings is actually a pretty good price market wide. So if you have to play Bell, if you don't want to be left out, you have to play to DraftKings because it's six to one on Bet three six five. I mean, it's uh, that number is is really really short everywhere else. So you know, very thankful that that we landed on Bell for sure at twelve to one. So um, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet grab there. But, Steve, go ahead and finish out the winners. Yeah, sure. I reckon, Just take them for the poll. That's my recommendation at, at this point. If you're, if you're strictly trying to maximize ROI, just take them for the poll. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, next in line, we have another Toyota. What a surprise. We've got Martin Truex Jr., plus 1,200 on MGM. Had a slight line movement there. It's 10 to 1 now. Still playable. I would recommend uh, cutting your risk to win in half there, but still good. Truex has been stronger than advertised uh, on the mile and a half this season. Kind of a sneaky guy, um, especially in the playoffs. It seems like that team has kind of stepped up a little bit. I guess they're kind of pissed off that they didn't make it to the playoffs, so they're kind of. Uh, Stepping it up and uh, showing that they still have life. So there you go on that. Um, and then we have Reddick, 16-1. to 1. This was a late ad. I'm not sure if that's on the official card yet. It but, is uh, not. So, again, that's another live play uh, for the live listeners there, if they're listening in right now. So Reddick. Um, if, if Reddick can just stay out of trouble <clears> – <throat> This guy is so fast on these intermediate tracks. He just can't seem to finish a whole race. So that's a slight concern since this is a 500-mile race. But as um, long as Reddick can keep it together, he should, he should qualify well, as I mentioned. So go ahead and lock it in if you got that. Um, I got um, four more to go. Sure. Uh, you want to keep going? or Yeah, man. Keep firing, and then we'll, we'll go over to Rory and, and see who he likes. All right, so we got again got Bubba Wallace. You got him. I, I got him at twenty five to one. I, I would still play him at um, twenty to one. I think that's the best I I can find across the board. When you look at intermediate tracks, like I said, really strong at Kansas, both first and second race. Uh, he's only gotten better, especially with that new pit crew. They're putting in the work and doing a great job over there. So another guy. I I didn't mention this yet, but. The playoff guys are in an interesting situation right now. We've we've had three straight weeks of non-playoff winners, and I feel like that's because these playoff guys see all these tire issues and all the issues with the, with the car. So they're kind of being generous with the setups. So these guys are not in the playoffs anymore. They're just here to win races. So they're going to be a little more aggressive with their setups. And that, that, I think there's a good, good guys at target for outright. So... Wallace, Reddick, Truex, all three, all three of those guys fit that mold. So go ahead and don't don't be concerned if they're not in the playoffs. This is a season to, to take take risks. So 
Then um, Alex Bowman, 30 to 1. Uh, this number was bouncing around a lot when they first opened up. So I got it at 30 to 1. He opened at 25, went up to 30. That's when I hit it. It's back down to 25. You know, it's, it's, it's floating, but 25 to 1, I'd still hit. Um, Bowman was very good at most of the intermediate tracks this year. He won his only race at Vegas. And he's riding good form in the playoffs so far. So maybe he's trending up there, up there with William Byron. So I mean, William Byron's kind of doing the same thing. He's kind of rebounded once the playoffs started. And here's my, I'm going to call out the, um, the moonshot crew here. For <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark in Mississippi moonshot. <laughs> How are you Eric, talking about? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I, the moonshot. Oh, Aaron, you talking about Aaron and them? Absolutely. Yeah, and I got, I got, oh, yeah. uh, I got Eric Jones plus one thousand and Ricky Stenhouse plus, sorry, plus ten. Well, you know, a hundred to one on Eric Jones, and and it's now two fifty to one on Ricky Stenhouse. I got it at two hundred to one. I didn't add on to it, but you get Stenhouse at uh, two hundred fifty to one. And that is an absolutely ridiculous price for him, in my opinion. And we saw Ricky Stenhouse. He, he, he was running second in Kansas. And it, Stenhouse has had a car that has been easily inside the top 15 every weekend at these intermediate tracks. So, I mean, this is going to be a very hot and slick racetrack on Sunday as well. So that kind of goes into Ricky Stenhouse's kind of deal. He's a, he's kind of, a, he's a good dirt racer. So he can make that thing slide around and kind of uh, do his thing. So that's, that's a crazy price for me. Yeah. I, I know we're going to, we're going to be talking about Stenhouse here a little bit for a, just an absolutely bonkers price in a different market. Um, but I, I love the winners that, that we've put together here. And I, I, I certainly think we've got enough of a mix with, with some, uh, some front, front running cars as well as some you know usual back markers with a shot so uh rory what do you uh what do you like what are you looking at i think all those picks are great and i'm i'm kind of high on william byron i don't know i think i think he's gonna be pretty good this week they've they've turned into a top 10 machine and keeps getting better and better it seems like so they're picking up pace um, I just think he's gonna have speed. I think he's gonna qualify good. I I I even looked at him in qualifying kind of like and just went with Bowman because Bowman had the better number. It you know basically about the same car is probably trimmed out and basically about the same drivers. And in, in my opinion, I mean they they can lay down some fast laps at at tracks that they are comfortable and good at. So. But the uh, Bubba Wallace, like, I like Bubba this week. He won Kansas just a few weeks ago with the same tire code. And I would imagine they're bringing that car here here to run at at um, at the track this weekend. Like, it's – Texas is – it's not a – I don't know. The track is just weird. I – it's hard hard to explain, but I feel like if he if his pit crew doesn't mess up, they they put out fast pit stops, and it seems like they've been getting that car better and better throughout the race a lot of times as well. And Bubba seems to 
be maturing a little bit more. It seems like he's taking care of the race car, not pushing the issue, just taking what you have and working on it. And then he's fast at the end of races. He's he's up there a lot of times, like now, where versus earlier in the year, he was tearing the race car up through the second stage. He'd have a fast race car and then cars torn up. So I like I like Bubba a whole lot this week. Uh Agree, agree totally with y'all on Bowman. I mean, he won Las Vegas earlier this year. I hit that live plus fourteen hundred. <laughs> nice was, hit. That that was freaking cool. That that was that was where we had that was the old ladies sign up on Caesars, and they had that like bet ten or deposit ten dollars or whatever, and get three hundred dollars in free bets. So. I was like, this is this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Man, why can't they all be this easy? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> awesome. So uh did you have any anybody uh new or are we just we all just gonna ride together, squad squad ride? I I mean I really honestly I I think I I talked about Truex either on spaces or on our show last night, I'm pretty sure. Like I I, we were, yeah, it was on last night's show with Ryan Stevens. We were on there joking about, I was like, watch it make it through this whole next round with just first-time winners. I mean, it could happen at every one of these tracks right here. You could have, you know, um, I'm trying to think who the hell I said last night on there. I know I said the next race at – you know, Talladega, you never know what you're going to get there. And then you got A.J. Allmendinger possibly could win the Roval. He's he's really good at the Roval, like, yeah. I, I feel like. So I think he might might have a chance there. And you just take anybody, really, that, that hasn't won a race yet. And Martin Truex was who I said on that. It was Truex. I was like, he's had, had some pretty decent cars here lately. And – I feel like he should have been in the chase over, you know, some of the bottom feeders that got in that just lucked into a win or something like that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, any of the, the guys, Blaney, um, I don't think it'll be this week, but I mean, you, you know, Blaney hasn't won. Truex hasn't won. Um, Almarola, Stenhouse, McDowell's won before. He doesn't have a win. I mean, they're, Kislowski, who knows when they'll they'll flash speed. So you're right, you know, man. But that would be nuts here. He used to be really, really good at Texas, but that I mean, I'm pretty sure that was the old Yeah, old the old Texas. Texas. Yeah, but he he would be somebody like they might have found something all of a sudden. I mean, I know it was a short track, but confidence boost, I'm sure. For sure. Um, so that covers the winners. Um, I think we we're taking a pass right now on. Oh no, we 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 added a couple top fives, didn't we, Steve? Uh, they're not in my notes. Uh, I did add. I know I added one. I just want. I I do want to make one more side note on it, though with what Rory was saying about the the racetrack it's, itself at Texas. I I want to get a second opinion on this, but. I feel like ever since they reconfigured Texas, did that, how did they reconfigure the track? Because to me, it feels like Texas is like the most flat mile and a half like of this size that we kind of go to besides maybe like Auto Club that's like two miles. 
And I feel like that's kind of why the Fords were like a little bit better at the all-star race because you don't have this crazy high steep banking um, that, you know, we see Toyota and, and, and Chevy run really, really well at. So I feel like that maybe the Fords can kind of take advantage of just running that bottom lane and that's kind of how they make their, you know, their speed. That turn one and two is like just it, like watching it on TV. It is. It is so flat. It, and then they come back around, and then three and four has a little bit more banking it, you know, down there. I'm coming back to the trial, but it's like they they lose so much speed down there. And then they're like drag racing back almost, basically. I mean, I feel like it it hurt their that track doing that. Should have kept banking all the way around it. What the mm-hmm. hell did you think? Yeah, and think we need to fire some engineers or hire new ones for this reconfigure. So that that'd be all right. Um and Steve, I'm well, I'm are sorry. They turn it into a short track though, right? Isn't that the rumor? Auto like, club. Uh, that was auto they're club. not gonna do that at Texas. They're just going to bank it up. Nobody really knows, I don't think, yet. I think huh. I've heard that. IndyCar is not going back to Texas, I don't think, once they re- re- once they reconfigure the track. So that, to me, tells me that they want to turn it into like a similar track like Atlanta or a short track. And I don't know which one. I don't know which way they're going with it. Yeah, I could see them doing the Atlanta thing, having two more – damn restrictor plate just crazy sucks <laughs> trash sucks man but um the the i said a couple top fives i added one so why don't we talk oh, about who I'm you added right yeah you want me to I, go first sure i added christopher bell okay uh, yeah i mean we got i i found a um i think it was like a rogue minus 110 out there so i took c bell he is just ridiculous in whatever he drives at Texas. I mean, the last two times here, uh, he's had third place finishes before that. Um, it was his first race ever in a cup race in, in at Texas. And I think he was 20 something, but, um, in Xfinity, he's won in the truck series. He's won. I mean, whatever he gets into, he can win at Texas. So in, it is my hope that, um, I could ever love something as much as Christopher Bell loves Texas. So I, you know, for those that missed the the outright winner number at twelve to one, I really, really like his top five number at minus one ten. But um, whether you play that or not, Steve, that's up to you. But whoever you're saying, I'm playing. Well, you know that now you mentioned Christopher Bell again. That makes perfect sense to me now that I mentioned like this this track being like on the flatter side of things to an extent because you know, see Bell is the best i would say the best in the certain in the series on flat short tracks so you take a mile and a half and give him like the best car in toyota and you give him a little bit of a shorter not shorter but you know flatter track and a mile and a half that makes makes him a perfect candidate for you know a track like this yeah because i mean it it starts to behave even though speeds are are up it you know behaves a little bit more like those uh flatter circuits that he's really good at so, all right yeah who do you like for the top five i only have one play for the top five and i went on wednesday night i gave a similar play out i put out some 
for value purposes, I put out Denny Hamlin Wednesday night for a top three at plus 150. But for our official card, um, MGM has Denny Hamlin minus 125 for a top five. And I, in my opinion, I feel like that has a very high percentage hit rate for Denny Hamlin. Um, he's getting Kyle Busch's uh, pit crew. This week, they're doing a swap because Kyle Busch uh, got knocked out of the playoffs last week. Um, unfortunate and just really unlucky for, for Kyle Busch there. But uh, Hamlin's going to reap the benefits. And um, we know all year, Denny's had a lot of problems on pit road with uh, losing wheels or you know, all kind of you know slow stops or whatever the case may be. Um, minus 125, you're now getting Denny for, you know, he's had, in my opinion, First or second fastest car week to week, just about anywhere anywhere it goes. So you couple that with now he gets a faster pit crew, that feels um, really really hittable to me. Love it. I, yeah, I, I as soon as you said that, it like a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, yep, that's that's the ticket. So, Rui, do you have any top five? Um, I like me amigo at plus four hundred. I think he, I think he can fit in well here. Like Daniel Suarez. Yeah, maybe they'll make make a right pick call decision or something. Get him some track position. Maybe hell, maybe he'll qualify good and already be up there. He uh, kind of concerns me a little bit though on the talk about they're playing it more conservative, you know, on the speed. So like if you end up with people that aren't playing it conservative and they don't blow tires, then you're talking about a car that's a top 10 car, not a, not a top five car. It just kind of stuck out to me like plus 400 on a top five that worth a, you know, quarter or something like that. I mean, I wouldn't play it, play it huge this week. And I also Bubba Wallace top five plus two fifty like give me that right there I love that that's that's some pretty good pretty good odds right there yeah I, I like that a lot all right Steve do we have top tens that maybe me amigo shows up in yeah absolutely uh, this was uh, Wednesday night Daniel. Suarez was my kind of uh, pick for the top 10 there. I got, I believe we put it out for plus 120. You can still get it at plus 100. And um, I talked about uh, track house a little bit on the Derek Yoder show with the NASCAR betting preview. And uh, I said how Justin Marks is kind of uh, changed. I don't know if you want to say changing it up, but um he kind of mentioned how they're being a bit more on the conservative side of things. So we've seen all the tire issues, et cetera. They're, I mean, they're kind of, um, they're not pushing the limits with, with their tire pressures. And that's kind of what causes all these issues with the teams. So you get a guy in Suarez, who's had the pace on intermediate tracks and Ross Chastain kind of backed that theory up today. He was on, um, race hub tonight um doing he was he's already at the track talking on the show a little bit he kind of he kind of backed that theory up and said we just we just want to finish these races that's all we need to do right now so he mentioned his points cushion he's got with uh his other drivers he's kind of up there connected his wins and his stage wins etc so this is a team that's kind of just uh 
try to ride through these playoffs. So give me Suarez for a top 10. Like that. I like that. And uh, I know there, there was a, just a, a really big misprice that we hit as well. Uh, or what we think is a misprice. Who else, uh, who else do we like in the top 10? Yeah, we got uh, Eric Jones once again. We have him for his outright. Uh, got him for a top 10 as well. Um, didn't show a whole lot of speed at the All-Star race, but kind of a gimmick race. Um, we've seen Eric Jones have a lot of speed on enemy tracks this year. He won the race at Darlington. We know he's a specialist at Darlington, though. So kind of take a little bit of weight off of there. But I, I feel good enough about his speed this year to uh, continue riding um, him for a top 10 plus three, uh, 300. And, um, of course, uh, if we're taking Senhouse to win, we got to take him to top 10 at plus 700. So long, kind of a, a little longer shot I got for a top 10. Senhouse, again, for all the reasons I mentioned for his outright, should be just fine for a top 10 finish. And um, Alex Bowman, once again, that's a, kind of my shortest odds there. He, minus 105 for a top 10. He's so far finished, I believe it's fourth and 10th in the playoffs. And um, should have enough pace, of course, to finish inside a top 10. I, I don't know why DraftKings keeps giving these super long odds on Bowman. He's pretty much in one of the fastest cars as far as uh, organizations go. So when you have uh, odds 25 to 1 to win, that triples down there to the top 10. So it's a nice price to take advantage of. Yeah. I, I, um, Bowman was the one I felt most strongly about this week. Um, right. You know, after looking at the numbers and stuff and I was like, man, minus minus one ten, that feels like stealing. So, you know, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm in lockstep with you. I love Bowman at, at minus one ten for a top 10. That's, that feels like a layup. So, uh, Rory, you know, what do you have on your top 10 card? I like Austin Dillon plus 300. He's a Texas guy, right? Yeah. I think he'll take care of it during the race and end up getting up there. They, they'll make some kind of track position call. I, I have a feeling. Get him some track position. He'll hold it off long enough to pull out the top 10. I can dig it. I can dig it. That Ricky Stenhouse number is stupid. One seven hundred. I mean, good it grief! Is. It, I, I like that a lot. I, I totally can get down with that. He was fast as shit at Kansas. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna pay me like right now the same amount for Ricky Stenhouse to finish in the top ten as like Christopher Bell to win the thing outright. Jeez, I mean, top ten just with attrition with this new car. We don't know how it's gonna play out. The, the, he might be one of the last cars left. You just don't know how the thing's going to happen. So, seven to one, sign me up. Absolutely. Is Noah in the 16? He's in the 16. Yeah. Yep. Huh. That's oh, a crazy 1200. I was just going to say, it looks like your gears are spinning. I, I like, I like Noah. Yeah. Noah for 12 at plus 1200. I like that. Yeah. That give me that. Hell Jeez, yeah. We might have to. You might have to get that on the official card, Steve. He, you know, he said he was going to take it easy. So that way he'd take care of the car, take care of the car. Next thing you know, pop up there. He didn't he? where'd he get a t- recent top 10? He get a top 10. Uh, he's, he always runs inside the top 10. I just, I don't know if he's finishing. You know, Besides, he, he maybe Daytona. Top 10 at Daytona. I think Daytona he did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, I know that's a restrictor plate race, but it seems like he's been running better in this car the more he gets adjusted to it throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's relevant. I mean, he's not he's not a back marker and it's he's not like in great equipment either. So pretty cool to see. I would certainly play him over Harrison Burton. They're the same price. Yeah, oh, DraftKings, give us a matchup. Burton versus Gregson. I'll, I'll oh, go over that. Oh, I'm looking now. But uh, all right, cool. So that I think that wraps up the top tens, and that just leaves a couple head-to-heads. Yeah, I, I, I'll start with the head-to-heads. Um, yeah. So, yeah I, I like these head-to-heads this week. Um, we're riding uh, again Christopher Bell and um, taking him against Kyle Larson. And <clears throat> Rory's going to hate me for this one, probably, but I, I'm, <laughs> I, I think Rory actually likes Kyle Larson this week. We'll find out in a minute here. But, I mean, Christopher Bell, um, I just feel like his, he, he just ranks better on the intermediate tracks this year than Larson does. Um, just looking at the numbers, I mean, they're, they're really close. Um, Bell, I, on my rankings, is slightly better than Kyle Larson, but he's been a – He's been better, especially the last four uh, kind of large oval tracks for me. He's been better at Pocono, Michigan, Darlington, and Kansas. Um, not by a lot, but, you know, just enough to um, get him ahead in the matchup here. So, Bell has been uh, – Bell. I think Bell is the guy in the playoffs. So, I'm going to keep riding this momentum he's got going. Love that. I know Rory might not. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it. Bell's hot. He's been running good. I mean, probably should have won Bristol, blew a tire. It, I wouldn't surprise me at all if he wins on on Sunday. I mean, 12-1 to 1 that y'all got on him is a hell of a damn number. Ridiculous. And hey, he man, did, I, hope, I hope you got it too because you're in there. You're in there with us. You're, you're yeah, in the, uh, the at, Discord. I got it at 10. Okay. I was a little late to the – to the party after I seen it, I was out mowing grass or whatever in the evenings, and I ended up once I got done, I looked at my phone, and I went over there, and I'm like, "Shit, that son of a bitch is already ten. <laughs> I automatically bet it anyway because I was waiting on on the odds to come out. So, good call. Cool. Um, what else we got? We got two more. Yeah. Um, by the way, Bubba opened up at thirty. And I couldn't even get that one. I, I, I opened up my phone. I saw the odds were posted. And I looked down the board. I, I skimmed it, saw Bubba, and I saw 30. I clicked it, and it went to 25 immediately. So Those bastards are tracking your taps. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I, I couldn't even bet it myself. So that was, that was brutal. But I, I still bet it at 25 and uh, got value on it. So man, it is what it is, right? Hell, yeah. Awesome value. Uh, all right, so let's move on to uh, I like th- I like this one a lot, like a lot. And honestly, I liked it before they announced that Blaney is going to be um, appealing the suspension. Unfortunately for us, but it's William Byron over Ryan Blaney. Um, Rory already talked about uh, Byron and his momentum and kind of good form he's riding. Um, but this is honestly a play on Byron, but it's also kind of a fade on Blaney. I feel like they're, they're kind of looking at the all-star race and they saw Blaney win the all-star race. But let's be honest, we know how Blaney won that race. I mean, it was track position. 
and teammates blocking. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a great point. And Logano and Blaney were up there together. They're kind of, uh, they're definitely working together and getting, you know, to get that win for Blaney. And even, even Cindric too. Since you remember in, what was it? The third stage or second, whatever the second to last stage was, Cindric was on the top. Logano was on the bottom and they just right. held everybody up while, while Blaney cruised. Well, I'm, they probably weren't. They probably weren't even doing it intentionally. You just, you just can't pass. The air is so dirty that yeah. You know, and they read, and they and that race was run at night, and we saw how Martinsville was. We saw how Bristol was. When these cars have grip, you can't pass. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joey Logano is a hard person to pass to begin with. Uh, that's correct. Absolutely. I mean, he. <laughs> drives the shit out of that race car every lap. I mean, especially when it coming down to the end of the race. I love having money on him and he's up front at the end. Like he he and I probably I've won quite a bit off of him on outrights. It's he always comes through. He'll knock you the hell out of the way if he got if he has to give me that win. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 with you on Byron over Blaney. I, I wrote the article on it, and unfortunately, I, I had taken a pretty firm stance on, uh, you know, him being without his his crew chief and um, you know, without the rear tire changer. So that sucks. Um, I still don't think it'll be enough to beat to beat Byron though. Um, these Hendrick cars, like you said, Bowman and and uh, Byron, they they seem to have turned it on here a little bit now that the playoffs started. Maybe they were experimenting or or testing. Uh, during the last, you know, few races before the playoffs started, who knows? But they got their speed back, and um, you know the Hendrick camp on these mile and a halfs, they have three wins. Penske has one. Um, so yeah, I, I I like Byron whole heck of a lot, and this was a good way to get it on the card. I I like that play. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, so uh, we got one more, right, Steve? Yeah, this is actually one that uh, Rory put out there on Wednesday night. So I, I know before I even say it, he's going to like it. And it's Bubba Wallace with Joe Logano. And we are, I kind of talked about Bubba already. Uh, I can't believe this is plus money. It feels like every single week that the line's open and Bubba Wallace is still getting like trashed on like i don't know why this guy is still opening up at 30 to 1 it just doesn't make sense to me and i, I feel like to me this matchup was created pretty much when you know before the lines were adjusted i don't know but plus 105 you're getting bubba wallace in a toyota uh in a car you know 2311 has won two races um already on intermediate tracks this year and gives his pretty much won the other ones. Um, basically, and, you know, let's be honest here. They've had all the speed. Um, Logano was good at Darlington, but really that's a track position race. And he, he won the pole. Uh, the, the car in practice at, at Darlington wasn't a good race car, but he had track position. So, and it ended the number one pit stall. So by default, Logano should be staying up there because of that. So I still stand by the fact that Logano's car was not good at Darlington. So I'm going to continue this to believe that Logano is not going to have necessarily the pace to beat a Toyota. That's my, that's my that's my analysis there. Fantastic, Rory, give me the good news. I love that play. Obviously, 
But I like Chase Elliott minus one ten over Kyle Busch. Okay. I I think this is where Elliott's going to start picking up some momentum again. Got him a good finish. I mean, he was fast at Bristol. If he had been out in clean air, it could have mm-hmm. been a totally different story. I mean, that car came to life later on in the race, and it was fast. So, uh I feel like he'll qualify good here. I know he hasn't been qualifying very, very well lately, but I think here at Texas, I think at a mile and a half, he can go out there and lay down a good enough lap to be up in the top 10 starting. And hopefully they, they hit the setup. Kyle Busch, there's just no momentum there. Like you didn't blew up two weeks in a row. I just, I feel like all the attention's on Hamlin and Bell. Why wouldn't it be? And especially with him leaving now, Toyota, and not even involved in the meetings, Mm -hmm. there can't be but so much like help from other people coming in on the car. So it's basically on the crew chief and whoever else. And I'm not saying Adam Stevenson can't put together a great car and game plan. It's just more so of a guy that I consider is probably going to Phoenix versus a guy that, ain't going to Phoenix is already out of the playoffs and is leaving the, the race team at the end of the year. So I, I just, it, he lost it, his crew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those bad momentum versus somebody I trust as far as like, when I go into a matchup, I want a guy that I'm thinking is going to get a top five versus a guy that I think may be fast, but is is going to fall back or just have a top 10 day. I mean, he, he, he may not, he may not even have the equipment to go out there and win. I mean, I, yeah. I, I agree. And he probably doesn't have a lot of friends in his garage. Cause like Steve said, he just, he lost his pit crew too. So there's a lot working against Kyle. I can totally see this one. I I'm definitely going to play it along with you, Rory. Maybe it'll make the card. We'll we'll put a little note that we're tailing you there. Give, give you credit where credit is due. Oh yeah, I appreciate it. Yes, you got sir. Beer don't with it. Yeah, beer don't. Yep. <laughs> Steve, do you like it? Yeah, I mean, um, my only concern with with it, I, I do think Chase can win this matchup. Um, I'm not sure if I would look at it before or after practice because Chase Elliott has been struggling this year in practice. I don't think there's any way we can we can contest that, but. He is so good at letting his crew chief know what he needs in the car, and they fix the car overnight just about every single week to have problems. So question is, Kyle Busch has been really good in practice, and then he doesn't, he doesn't show up in the race. So to me, it feels like I want to kind of wait for practice and see if I can get, a, get this at a better number, but I would absolutely bet it um, four, but I feel like I, I want to wait for the better number in my, you know, and then bet it then. I mean, I feel like Chase has been so, so good, especially later on in a race. He, right. He, he, he takes care of the car while they're adjusting on it, and then when it finally comes to life, he, he drives the shit out of it. I mean, he's come through the field. He's been one of the cars that's been able to pass cars. He's passed a lot of damn cars this year and won a lot of races. So, uh, 
outside of just you know him having the the blown tire or just having bad luck getting in the wrong situation just somebody wrecks in front of you and you can't can't help it type incidents i just he's he's a championship contender like you got to expect this guy's going to show up here it's 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 go time now i mean i know he's in the points lead and has a little is he in the points lead after the reset right when they reset him he yeah he's still yeah. yeah so he he has a little bit of a lead but you also got Dega in this thing i mean you get wiped out at Dega you you're going to have to have good finishes at the other two and yeah he can win at the Charlotte Roval he's been really really good at the Charlotte Roval but Chase hasn't been dominant this year on road courses like Chase has been in the past so he's going to be going to be riding off of good good finishes and then hoping to make it out of Dega and it's it's a lot of I think I think he can handle the pressure I think he's oh yeah he's got got a great pit crew and they're gonna they're gonna not make mistakes I have a feeling and Chase Chase is going to be up there I mean they're going to make some right right pit calls they always seem to nail the pit calls as far as two tires four tires things like that i feel like so he i i feel totally confident in him on this boy yeah no I, i'm i'm with both you guys i i y- 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 this 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 race is very very important to the to the playoff outlook yeah. i think you know because having talladega is another absolute wild card and you know it rained last year at talladega that's that's where bubba picked up a win um you know these super speedways are just anything but predictable and you know then you go to a road course and the guys that are good at the road courses are still good at the road courses and if you're not you're kind of screwed so um kind of thankful right now that we're on some some guys uh in the championship outrights that are good on road courses and kind of like c bell i you know it, it keeps going back to that we tipped it at 16 to 1 a few weeks ago, I think like six or six or seven weeks ago, it's down to nine to one now. But you know, this track and the Roval kind of fits his driving style. He's he's good on the super speedways, kind of sneaky good, in fact. So I feel very very confident, you know, in the schedule moving forward. I you know I I I think this race, I, you know, it feels like a great card. So Steve, do you have anything you want to add before we get out of here? No, I covered just about everything. I think. Um... This is, I think this is the last week of this round. You know, this is the only race I think of this round that you can predictably put in a championship bet and feel good about it. Um, And, you know, we've already mentioned who we want to go to. So um, get your championship bets in because um, the winner of this race, um, if it's a playoff guy, his odds are going to plummet. Um, you know, when it comes to making a championship four and winning championships. So I, I guess that's another side note that I got. And uh, that about does it for me. Love it. Rory, where can the people find you, sir, besides at Rory Picks? Or is that is that the main way to pick your brain? That's the main way. And then over on Instagram, Rory Picks 69. And then you can also listen to skybox nascar and i have a podcast uh laying coin 
It's on Spotify. We just dropped a new episode earlier today, and we had Ryan Stevens on. Um, Good guest. Yeah, Ryan's got awesome stats. Like I, I look at his, I look at his sheets and stuff he puts out, and talk to him and different things. He's a beast in DFS. He, he's, he's pretty damn good at it. I mean, he's a beast picking, picking outrights too, and everything. But he also, also gets it, gets it done over there. So, but it was, it was a fun episode. Derek hosted it. Skybox is sick. So. It it worked out. Derek, I'm I'm right in the middle of listening to it actually. Oh, that's cool, Derek. <laughs> I, I I started up uh, two hours ago. I <laughs> I heard your um. You said uh, you got stories you want to save for another time, right? Oh, the um Bristol or yeah Bristol, yeah. Yeah. So the I don't know it. I was sitting right there on the front stretch when Harvick <laughs> pulled off and then backed up. I was like, "Oh my god!" I think he, I think he would have won that battle off of pit road. Pretty sure. And they went over that video. Um, Rodney Childress put a video out, and uh, they pretty much said, uh, "Yeah, this wasn't our fault." <laughs> yeah, we had Brian on though. You know, the other night he he kind of said it was a mixture of both. Kinda, I guess, but it looked like a pretty routine pit stop to me as far as watching it on the replay. Uh they just I don't know, this this shit just is getting it's getting old. It's not a feels like this shit shouldn't be happening. I mean Harvick he he got dumped out of the playoffs for absolutely no fault of his own. The, the car caught on fire, and then the wheel falls off. Two out of three races, and then you know that that was it. That's his playoffs. So he he had he had a really good car at Darlington, I believe. That that car was finally coming to life, and then he sped on pit road, and that just like he had to come back through the field, and he right. got back up into the top ten. And all it would have taken is just a few of those things that happened to get Eric Jones up there to win. And I feel like that team comes through in the clutch. Like they would have got him off, got him some trap position. He he was starting to starting, I think, to come a little bit to life. And then the damn car catches on fire. I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? But it it's just an ongoing story, it seems like. Now, the, these cars can't hold up to the beats and bangs races, you know. Right. Arlington, Bristol's a brute. I mean, you got short track, rubbing, banging, and concrete, high bank, hard on the race car. I mean, and then you're running up against the wall, running into the wall. They, they're, they're a hunk of shit. <laughs> well, I am excited just because we have so much action on it to see these hunks of shit get down and dirty on Absolutely. Sunday. I because you just we don't know what we're gonna see. So isn't that what makes it fun? It is, man. And and especially, you know, what happens if we got E. Jones and first with, with Stenhouse hunting? You know? That that'll that'll get oh, my yeah. heart rate going. So uh Damn Rory fun. again, so thankful for you to jump on the show tonight. Really enjoy having you here. And Steve, as always, man, 
you're a legend. Oh man, you're, you're too kind. I'm looking forward to hopefully uh, taking another one down this weekend. So uh, it's gonna be a hot one. Let's uh, we're gonna see these drivers suffering. So love it. It's not me out there, you know. Let's oh yeah. Guys like, they got these guys get paid for something, right? Let's put them out there and see what happens. Let's see what happens. And as always. We've got the three-day free trial to the dgens.net, our private Discord, where you can get all of Steve's NASCAR plays. You can get the college football plays. We're up uh, another another unit and a half after tonight, so up over 17 units so far this year. Rory's in there talking shit. We love that. <laughs> you uh, definitely yeah. want to stop by. Yeah, uh, stop fun. by, man. It's a good, it's a good time. Check, yes, sir. Check it out if you want it, if you can use it, like sign up. Oh, you'll be hooked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're, we're gambling 24-7 in there. So if that's what you like to do, try it before you buy it. Three free days. Give us a look. Gentlemen, thank you so much. And this was Betting Everything with Wheels. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.